This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And welcome back. Remember, you can listen to the show anytime you like. All you have to do is go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. You can also like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. On the phone with me now is networking expert Ivan Meisner. He is the chief visionary officer and CEO of BNI.com, the world's largest business networking organization, which facilitated over $10 billion worth of referrals in 2018 alone. It's our pleasure to welcome Ivan to the show. Good morning, Ivan. How are you? I am fantastic. Thanks for having me on. My pleasure. My pleasure. Now, you are an expert in networking. What does that mean, Ivan? Well, I run the world's largest uh, business networking organization. It's called BNI. We have uh, 8,950 chapters in 70 countries around the world. So that's, I think, why they they throw that moniker of expert uh, networking. (laughs) All right. Good, good. So well-deserved, in other words, right? Not that you're bragging, right? Well, you know, if you're saying it, I'm not bragging. (laughs) All right. There you go. Now, you're here this morning to talk about vacation time, which is always a good topic for me. But a new study found that 70% of employees work while they're on vacation. Why do you think so many people work while they're on vacation, answering emails and client calls? Why do we work so hard when we're away from the office? Well, first of all, I think that's an American phenomenon because my business does uh, does business in 70 countries around the world, and not all countries are like that. Um, we have this thing in the U.S. where, you know, you're never off and you're highly connected to your mobile device, uh, even for business. And uh, I, I think that's, uh, in, the, in the long run, that's a mistake. Uh, vacation is a time to recharge your batteries. And if you don't recharge your batteries, uh, you're just going to burn yourself out. And I think you see that with people today. Now, what are people afraid of? Are they afraid of losing out on their commission, missing budget numbers, or getting fired or falling behind? Why are you finding that most people are willing to work during their vacation? I, I think all of those reasons are reasons that uh, people are obsessed over. But here's the deal. We've got to get over that because, uh, you know, the work will be there next Monday when you get back. Um, this is your vacation time. You know, I, I just did a book called Who's in Your Room? And in it, we talk about the importance of creating harmony in your life. And you, you have to be fully present. We, we, we say, be here now. Wherever you are, be fully present. So if you're on vacation, you're probably on vacation with family members, maybe mm-hmm. if you have children. You've got to be there. You've got to be present there so that when you're at work, you're fully and completely at work and not beating yourself up for not having spent time uh, with the family when you were on vacation last week. So, Ivan, you say there's a valuable networking hack that will help employees not worry about falling behind and when they're not in the office and while they're on vacation. Tell us about that hack. Well, one of the things that I do uh, is uh, I will reply to emails sometimes. And not, if, you, if you get people in the habit of replying immediately, then they know you're going to reply immediately. So sometimes I'll reply and then just put it in the, my outbox without uh, having it go immediately. In other words, I'll, I'll say, send this out tomorrow morning or send it out uh, over the weekend or send it out on Monday. So uh, I can deal with what I have to deal with, but People aren't used to you constantly responding every time you email them. That's actually a bad habit to get into because then there's an expectation that they're gonna uh, that you're gonna respond immediately. And Ivan, one of your other hacks is to craft an out of office reply that will keep clients and your boss from interrupting your summer vacation as well. Tell us about that. Yeah, so 
I love uh, auto replies, especially if they're creative. Uh, I spend a lot of time writing, and I, you know, I don't expect people to. I, people don't expect me to respond to them when I'm writing, so I get real creative in the kinds of things I say. Here's here's one that I did uh, not long ago. This is my auto reply. So this is what people got. I've been whisked away by big, angry-looking men in suits and taken <laughs> to a small room with one light, a little water, and a laptop. I've been told to write. I think these. Men are from my publisher. I'm hoping to be released next week, and I'll respond to your email then. People get stuff like that, and they laugh. And, and then they, you know, they'll drop me an email saying, love that auto-reply. I'll talk to you next week. And they don't expect a call from me. But, you know, you're having a little fun and getting a little creative, and um, you're setting expectations all really important. Okay, so in terms of this whole vacation thing, you say that it's good. One of the other hacks that you have, you say it's good to have a coworker that can step yeah. in. Tell me about that. Well, you, if you have uh, a peer that you can uh, have that would step in to reply to your uh, or respond to your emails, for example, you might say, if this is really urgent in your auto reply, connect with so-and-so. They'll, they'll reply to you, uh, you know, they'll get back to you and give you the time you deserve to address this if it's urgent. And so you have an, a, a peer, a, another coworker, do that for you, and then when, when they go on vacation, you do the same for them. Yeah, it's a little bit more work for them, a little bit more work for you, but then you don't have to worry about these fire drills happening while you're on vacation. Very effective technique. I've used it for years. And in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. On the phone with me now is networking expert Ivan Meissner. Now, Ivan, you mentioned this earlier. You have a new book out. It's called Who's in Your Room? Tell us about the book. Here's the, the concept in a nutshell. Imagine you live your entire life in one room, and that one room has only one door. And that one door is an enter-only door. So that when people come into your room and into your life, they're there forever. You can never get them out. Now, luckily, this is a metaphor, but if it were true, uh, Roddy, would you be more selective about the people that you let into your life? Oh, most definitely. That's what everybody says. So my question is, then why aren't we? Because I believe it's more than a metaphor. I want you to think about, if you're listening to this interview, I want you to think about somebody who's out of your life But man, when they were in your life, they were toxic. They were difficult. You are so glad they're out of your your life. Rodney, do you have somebody like that? Uh, Yeah, I have a few people like that. (laughs) Name them on the air. Right. uh, Here's the deal. If they're still in your head, they're still in your room. Because they've influenced you in a negative way. And so I believe, we believe that it's more than a metaphor. As a matter of fact, we interviewed Dr. Daniel Amen who did the PBS studies on brain science. And one of the things he said was that uh, people that you have a relationship with, their fingerprints are all over their brain. You can't just delete them. And so they influence you forever. So the whole premise of the book is you've got to be selective about the people you let into your life. And, and we give techniques to help, help do that. All right. So very briefly at the beginning, we talked about how you're this expert at networking. Generally speaking, what's the best networking advice you can offer to our listeners? Networking is more about farming than it is about hunting. It's about cultivating relationships with other people. It's not a get-rich-quick scheme, uh, and it's all about the relationship, not about the transaction. And that's the problem. Most people use networking as a face-to-face cold-calling opportunity. Hi, my name's Ivan. Let's do business. And, And they go right for the sale, and that is not an effective way to build a powerful personal network. It's about relationships. All right. And what advice would you have in terms of networking for young professionals that are just starting out in their careers? 
Uh, networking is a contact sport. You have got to go out and get belly-to-belly with people and have conversations with them. I'm a believer in online networking, social media. I'm really active on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. But, you know, sometimes you've got to actually get uh, away from that computer, go out, shake hands, meet people, have conversations. I think it's a very powerful way uh, to build uh, your network. And young people maybe have a little bit of difficulty with that. By the way, when I started BNI 34 years ago, I was young. I was 28 years old. I had the same problem. So I don't, I don't point at millennials and say it's millennials don't get it. When I was in my 20s, I didn't get it. Young people just, we don't teach this in colleges and universities. We don't teach networking, social capital, emotional intelligence. And so a lot of young people in business don't understand this skill set. And the more they can develop it early, the more successful they're going to be. Okay, almost along the same lines, I think most people or some people will say, you know, I don't like networking. I'm just not a people person. So uh, introverts are actually outstanding networkers. A good networker has two ears and one mouth, and they should use them both proportionately. You should be listening more than you're talking. A lot of people assume that an extrovert, somebody who's really outgoing, is great at networking. That's not always true. Uh, network, uh, extroverts have no problem meeting people. But what do you think their favorite subject is? And, and, and they'll talk. What do you think their favorite subject is? Themselves. They love talking about themselves. A good networker is like, you know what? A good networker is like a good interviewer. You're asking me questions and you're allowing me to elaborate. A good networker does the same thing. They ask questions and they allow the person to elaborate. So my experience is that introverts, people that maybe feel a little uncomfortable in a large setting with a lot of people, can actually be better at networking than extroverts. Extroverts have to learn how to listen. Introverts need to learn how to meet people. All right. And if our listeners would like to find out more about you, Ivan, if they would like to find out more about the book, again, the title of the book is, Ivan? Who's in your room? The secret to creating your best life. And uh, they can go to BNI.com for BNI. And and I have a blog with lots of free stuff, IvanMeisner.com. All right, Ivan, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us this morning. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. We've been speaking to networking expert, Ivan Meisner. Coming up next, she was shot 12 times in a local mass shooting. Her story in her own words. Coming up as Sunday Morning Magazine continues. Stay with us. More to come.